When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm on sexy watch. You want to wear that top? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Mr. J. Ira Tulip. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Podleadum. That is Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. We're here. We made it to the end of cycle seven. Woohoo! Thank God. Didn't think we were going to. Here we are. <laughs> How optimistic. <laughs> An entire virus tried to stop us, listeners. We won't be stopped. We can't, can't stop, won't stop. Wish we could. No, we don't. My name is Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and now I'm completely confused. Ah-ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> A little laugh! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm J.W. Crump, and... Dance, dine, have a fiesta. Your old <laughs> lip gloss, hasta la vista. Oh, I've never had a fiesta. This is the first time this has ever happened, y'all. What? Oh, did I steal your your like initial quote? Yes. Oh no! Oh. All right. That, what a Melrose esque move of me. <laughs> and I'm Alexander Price, and stop listening to me, then, ho. That was my backup. <laughs> oh my goodness! Look at the two of you. We're on a Melrose Carried E track right now. There was an alternate universe where you went first and I went uh-huh. second. The literal opposite <laughs> happened. <laughs> so we're, oh, I love this. I feel so bonded, Alexander. Good. Oh, we're finally. here. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking about Cycle 7, Episode 12. As we all know, the girl who becomes America's Next Top Model. And I kind of like that for a while they like always named the last episode that i think it's like like a fun tradition for a while too they kind of it's like slightly changed can we talk about the descriptions of these women yes please but before that because first of all yes we can (laughs) (laughs) we will um let's describe their let's describe the description let's let's talk about their description their tyra three list Mm -hmm. but barely because you can barely (laughs) eke out the last one of what the cycle had in store for us which Mm. was facing Raging Bulls, Shaky Ground, and Fabio. <laughs> Fabio was Just delightful, for Fabio. Fabio was so yeah. delightful. Fabio was the easiest thing they did. <laughs> <laughs> Fabio, meet, work with a professional model. That's, How not, dare they? that's not the same as getting gored by a bull. <laughs> or falling off a slippery death oh. runway. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know who fell off that slippery death runway? Eugenia. Our sassy siren, Eugenia. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to say it right now. Going to come into it. Don't describe your African American contestants as sassy. No, don't. It's it's not. It's not a word, especially when they are very not. They're not. It's like it's it's the it's the other side of the coin of always describing black women on the show as like angry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not. It's not a good. Eugene is very dry humored. 
Yeah. But it's become my favorite thing. My secret favorite contestant of the cycle, Eugenia, as it turns out. (laughs) Who knew? Also, Correct me if I'm wrong, and I could easily be wrong about this. When I hear the word siren, I only think vocals, music, that singer. Sea thing. Oh, I think I think mermaid. Okay, but even sure. st- so, is that just so? Thing. In your head, siren does mean beauty in some way, shape, or form. Then it's always. I mean, it's, it's very like specifically mermaid, though. Yeah, but it, but it's the, they're singing, <laughs> the and lure. she can't float, so we know that's not <laughs> Eugenia's storyline. Also, they try to gaslight us and say that her eyes, like. She used to have dead eyes, but now she's great. And I'm like, she was good in one photo with her eyes. Yeah. They also they do this extended eyes metaphor where she used to have dead eyes, and then the judges began to doubt whether they were still on the prize. I mean, that is becoming her storyline this episode, but we haven't <laughs> seen that yet. <laughs> Eugenia needed one pair of sunglasses and she would have won this cycle. She would have been like, they're alive and on the prize. You can't see them. (laughs) Okay. They just follow you wherever you go. Melrose. Or just has like the little like printed eyes. Like when someone's fake asleep. Melrose is our hyper-confident fashion designer from San Francisco. First of all, forgot that last part. I also did. Does I not get- have a San Franciscan vibe. Just gonna say. No, Does, she not moved at there. All. She moved not there. A, not at all. I do like the phrase hyper-confident because it's not inaccurate. No, but no they, both parts are very true. <laughs> but then they say, like, she's bitchy, basically. But then they still provide no clips for that. They did provide a clip that I hadn't seen before where someone is telling her that she, like, Anshul, of course, is telling her that she's mean, and she's like, maybe there's a part of me you just don't like, which is the most mature response to that. Yes. Always, always coming in with it. I, this is the first time I noticed. It was a clip we'd seen before, but now that I got to see it with a fresh, alive, on the prize eyes, (laughs) I noticed that in Melrose's first shoot, because they talk about that whole diva thing and the 10 minutes late, the joke that didn't land, whatever. The guy next to Jay, who is fully eating like a dig-in bowl <laughs> is uh, so hot and yeah. i was like who's that pa you also just made me realize that like this is the cycle of the jokes that didn't land yes yeah girls get in trouble because their jokes don't land yeah it's really teaching us that this panel of judges doesn't have a mm, sophisticated sense of humor sure <laughs> and then we'll segue right into carrie d because her whole thing is she got her foot in her mouth the stunner from South Dakota with the big personality. Isn't she from North Dakota? Yeah, I, I, I said North Dakota. Or if I didn't, this is the stunner from South Dakota. Which is it's, hilarious I mean, because I fully just read it. <laughs> like, I read it. You want the alliteration, I get it. it yeah. Is, it sounds better. My oh my god, part. that would have sounded better. <laughs> the knockout from North Dakota. Yes! <laughs> My favorite part of this is the complete destruction of a metaphor. Her carefree sense of humor doubled over into the photo shoots. What? Spilled over? Yeah. You know how someone doubles over with laughter (laughs) is the same as a sense of humor going somewhere that it shouldn't. Also, we've already said that her personality floods a room like we've yeah. said this in the show it bubbles just... over it bubbles too much 
Carrie D is water, is what we're saying. She's a bathtub of a person. I mean, she does always look wet. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. oh my gosh! Is she our the sassy siren? siren? <laughs> she is. She's if you would describe siren. one of these women as a sassy siren, she would be the one. That's She's actually saucy. true. She's saucy. She's saucy. She's sassy. Speaking of s sounds, my perfect segue. <laughs> They say a phrase that is not true and also offensive, which Ooh. is with her psoriasis behind her. Mm, literally, an inst- literally an Instagram post from a couple of days ago tells me that's not true. And also, I don't think how psoriasis works. No, it doesn't show up one day and then leaves. I lo- but I also love that it makes it seem like a, like a personality thing she overcame. Yes. It's like, like she a put trauma. that behind her. <laughs> Like, that's like saying with her divorce behind her. <laughs> this is not. It was an experience. And then they show the the pic of all the girls and do the rapid fadeaway, but they show the makeover version. So Christian doesn't even get mentioned in the yep. last episode. How, How dare, dare they? they? Justice, Justice for, Christian. for Christian. Just show the non-makeover one and quickly morph it to the makeover one. Yeah. You have that clip. Rude. And then we get right into it. They're like, we're at the cover girl shoot. Here's Jay. And Melrose is wearing a hoodie on top of another hoodie. She is. But are we not going to talk about that they make these girls enter through hedges, then pretend they came from behind them so that Jay can also come from the hedges? And they show all of us that. I know. We need to see that. It's not an illusion. This is the hedge maze. They should have shown us (laughs) them going through the hedge maze. Jay, we have a new character, Mr. Jay's nipples. Mr. Jay's nipples are prominent in a way that is, and they're always kind of prominent. He Mm. likes to wear some tight, tight, shiny fabrics. But this was, this was, there's one, there's one season where famously they like blurred one of his nipples. And I'm shocked. Just one of them? Just one? Yeah. Yeah. Get ready. I'll I'll point it out when it happens. It was like really famous at the time. Will you tell me in advance so I know to look for it? Yes, I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll find out the episode. I'll figure it out. It's when like the, his shirt is like open and it blurs or whatever. Anyway, like I can't believe this. And we get the return of someone who gets... Oh, actually, there was one note before that because I'll let you guys... Because I know you're both big fans of... Uh, Jim DeYonker took a bunch to the final Tyra in the winter shots. Yeah. Who knew that our boy Jimmy D was taking basically the most important picture of the entire competition? Right? Jim DeYonker just doesn't brag. He just does no. his thing, quietly confident. Humble. Humble. <laughs> and beautiful. <laughs> Mr. J is going to direct the commercial, and Dionk is going to Dionk all over that picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to Dionk it up. And then we get so Danielle from last season comes out, cycle. And Who? then, oh, because we then get a Tyron magic <laughs> rebrand and even M- Mr. J shades it so hard. He's like, and Danielle's here. But her management says she's now Danny. <laughs> he actually says after that the specific phrase, so your agency has renamed your name. She didn't need that L. She didn't need that L. I think it's funny that the show is shading anyone for renaming themselves, well. as we will see ever so shortly. <laughs> I can't believe it. And Danny's like fun in this episode. She doesn't really do that much. To be honest, she's one she of looks- the worst. She she looks to me fine but she got tyrus barcelona makeover she did that flower (laughs) that sad flower in her hair (laughs) also this actually makes danielle to me danny look worse because she comes in and i get she's probably tired because she was just on a flight she hasn't gotten those elocution lessons yet huh 
that she promised oh, I to get. Oh, I like that she still had her accent. I yeah, was me like, too. Fuck yeah, not, she's successful and still has her accent. I'm not saying it's bad that she still has her accent. I'm saying they made a whole big stink about it at the end of the episode or at the end of the cycle last year of like, okay, I'll get speech lessons. And then she comes in and she almost sounds worse. Like I think more... it makes them look bad because it's like, oh, look how successful sure. she is. Her voice is exactly the same. Yeah, there's something about the fact that she changed her name that's so subtly shady to Top Model 2 that the agency was like, we're going to make it so that people don't necessarily remember <laughs> that you're associated <laughs> with this. Hey, do you want to take that racist girl's name? And she was like, yes, yes. I'll take over her life. Remember Danny? <laughs> I'm the only Danny. <laughs> so they get their script. It's nothing. Oh, yeah. And they're practicing. It's a feast. Well, they're practicing in the... In the um, dressing room and Carrie's like well I'm not going to say it out loud for whatever reason and Melrose decides that she's going to keep practicing because you're going to do a you're going to do a commercial very loudly as is Melrose's wants. I think Melrose doesn't have a lot of volume control yeah and and Carrie's I like, think they're also close to be yes. fair yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. small trailer yeah and this is where my quote comes from but she Melrose calls Carrie a hoe, and apparently hoe is now the worst word you can call anyone, even though we've said hoe about Melrose a thousand times. And it felt like I just it was think it's Melrose. funny because like we talked about previously, they all just say hoe. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And so, but the way they that Carrie D responds to her saying that is as though she's just like insulted her dead Slapped ancestors. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and it it also feels like Melrose is called she says it awkwardly, I think because she has heard that word now in this house so much. She's like, Well, I'm gonna say it back and can't quite say it. Right. Doesn't have that particular energy and swagger about her to pull off a, a, a word like that not no. like Anshul does <laughs> you know what no one does <laughs> I love Eugenia's description of Melrose because Eugenia wants it to be an insult but it just is a fact and also a compliment to any of us because she says about Melrose she's just worried about herself and how well she's gonna do yes. yeah yeah, yeah. It's That's how most people should win. always be. <laughs> All the time. Then I, mm, I had a fashion moment that turned into a fashion, huh? Where <laughs> Carrie D's the first full look that we see. And she's mm-hmm. in basically a white A shirt. Yep. Like just a tank top. Yeah, white rib tank top. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. And then a very vibrant blue polka dot skirt this? look with a questionable length. And I was like, oh no. Carrie D got this bad outfit, but then all of them get a version of well, it. So I'm like, you're missing oh, so the crappy little cincher they put around her waist. I don't looks- know what that word is. A spinster? A cincher. Cincher. It's, cincher. Like, it's like a mini corset. Think of like a Ooh. corset, but like. They do it only- to all of them. Well, no, they all get slightly different. Because- yeah, but they all have something like that. Yeah, but Carrie D's is just like, it's what you would wear under clothes. You would never see it. Like it looks a little dingy and like every. I couldn't with this these choices with these fashion choices for this commercial. Carity starts off super nervous and like stuttering and then very quickly pulls it together. And yes. then she warms up by being silly, by being goofy, by talking to herself. And then it completely works out and she nails it. And then we get a Mr. J talking head where she was like, but then she was acting all crazy on set. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Carrie D had to loosen up. Yeah. That's and what you ask them is, to like, do all the time. Being a little bit. And, like, shake her arms around. And, like, lip trail. Yeah, it was so silly. This like, it could go overboard. I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Then Eugenia comes out in a better tank top, but this 80s 
belt with this like it's white as well with this like giant belt buckle a see-through skirt that is very clowny because i think it's like Mm -hmm. white and red the polka dots are not helping the clowny thing either also her hair is so fucking flat in the what have they done to eugenia's hair well i think it they've done this because later they have to get everyone in a tight bun yeah, and I think back. they, I think they did this because who knows the order they did this stuff in, and this might have been like post bun moment, Maybe. and they like had to flatten it. Um, this is the first time we get a taste of my quote, which in the great lore of cover girl commercials, this is one of my favorite stupid lines: "Dance, dine, have a fiesta." Your old lip gloss, hasta la vista. I have got- a fiesta. No, I, I forgot that this was coming. Me too. And I was like. So they're going to cut because Eugenia said it wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes. I thought she misspit said fiesta. And then they got to the rest of the line and I was like, oh, it was on purpose. Yeah. I thought, they are oh. in a Spanish speaking country. And this is the copy that was written. Have a fiesta. Also, fiesta is one of those very common Spanish words that everyone knows the definition to. So you could have said dance dine have a fiesta your old lip gloss give it to the rest of them i don't know i don't have i didn't have a rhyme you're not, give it a rest you're not the copy editor on this cover girl show yeah that wasn't my job but the point is like you could even have said fiesta and found a rhyme for it mm-hmm. so crazy and then oh, no, oh, oh dance dine. oh wait wait, wait, wait. Uh, dance dine have a fiesta your old lip gloss it's not your besta done oh. <laughs> <That print. laughs> This leads to my favorite Eugenia quote because she starts out being kind of stiff and then she loosens up and she's saying what the judges want her to do. And she goes, so they want me to smile, be more open, and then full air quotes, show more of my personality. (laughs) She's like, I don't like this. This sucks. No, I thought it was perfect because that is not her personality. Yeah. No, it's not at all. She has been showing her personality. She is a quiet dry thoughtful human yes, yes yeah so when so the full the full air quote is totally warranted no it because, is because yeah what I'm saying. i thought it was she's brilliant like, she's over this like it really like crystallized a lot of things for me about eugenia and how she's been being treated by the judges where they're trying to force their definition of personality onto her and she is truly there just being herself and can i say first of all yes a hundred percent agreed and i don't want to go too far ahead with other cycles but i want to bring up two things to keep in mind for future cycles with this note right here cycle nine jenna literally has the same thing where they're like we want you to show your personality and she's like i and she literally says this is my personality i don't think a cover girl has to be just spitting rainbows all the time then later in the petite cycle Nicole does a commercial really well, and Tyra goes, well, it's not your natural personality, but it did pop, which proves that it's not about showing your natural. personality. It's about showing a cover girl commercial personality, which is a fine note to say, like, look, cover girl's a brand. You have to morph yourself into what right. they want. Mm-hmm. But say that, because it, it really, I, again, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't like anyone getting the note of there's one correct personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't know who you are because you haven't shown us yet. A smile. We get a new quote that Jay says to Melrose because everyone kind of flubs for a while. He goes, hey, leave all this in here because she flubs the commercial. And then before the photo with Jim DeOnker, he goes, hey, leave all this in here and give me a serving photo. <laughs> serving is now your new adjective, everybody. 
Not a photo that serves. <laughs> Melrose has the best look of the three because she gets a red belt and Instead then her of... skirt looks like a normal skirt and not like a yeah. clown tent. Yeah. It's she to make up for last week. She also takes red lipstick really well. Yeah. Which is great for her. Melrose she totally freaks says, out, has a full Melrose yeah. meltdown. A meltdown <laughs> in between the commercial and the photo shoot. And moments like this are where I have both the hardest and easiest time having sympathy for Melrose because I'm like, I get it. You're putting so much pressure on yourself. You're making it so hard. This is tough. And this is not like, she's not being fake. This is really how she feels. I agree. But mm-hmm. calm down. Yeah. You did fine. I went, I performed, I got the job done. Yeah. Melrose says, though, that it's hard hearing hard comments. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's soft hearing soft comments. Like, that's just. <laughs> that's what they are. <laughs> yeah. Again, I love that Top Model proves that they don't give anyone a take two of anything no. they ever say. And when Melrose <laughs> is coming off set, uh, Mr. J says, you're done. And she goes, you are done. You're going to hell. Uh, too much pressure on yourself. They too also, much everything. They also change the the outfits for the photo shoot. They get to wear a sunny yellow top that looks so much better with all these outfits. Yeah, but it's also, I think, just... It's so we don't see shoulders. A, yeah, it's just because they're essentially have a nude illusion. So yeah. it's just, I think it's probably the same yellow top that just made every oh, girl put yeah. on. Harry D says in this photo shoot, she's not going to be sexy or towering. Just Which, relax. If she was towering in a beauty shoot, what a what an achievement. What twist? <laughs> we get our first real official Jimmy DeYonker talking head. And first of all, as always, great critique, wonderful person. A lovely human being. Please never send me anything problematic about him. I don't want it. I I don't want to learn. I want to live in ignorance. I mm-hmm can't get past those arms in that dirt brown short sleeve button down shirt that polo Mm, i love a brown short sleeve button down i don't know what it is about it i I had a i had a political science teacher i had a political (laughs) science teacher who i felt wore the same brown polo every class and i failed (laughs) that class so hard because all i could do was stare at him and make notes about how hot this teacher was. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay. And also, <laughs> mm, 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 our boy mm. Deox get goes for the double high five with Carrie D. Then she turns it into a hug. Good. And then a ve- yep. then he goes and for Eugenia. Then he goes for a handshake that turns into the least like double cheek kiss ever because it's literally their cheeks touching. Where the oh my god. Eugenia. That's so. That was the slowest. Speech. It was just like it was. Like, that mouth got real close to that other mouth. Yes, it did, and that was not Deong's fault. I think you. No, he goes. You're gonna get smooch. me in trouble with my wife. <laughs> like this. Yeah, I think smooch. that was just one of those moments where, like, they both like kind of were like, "Oh, we're going for this." Okay, well. <laughs> all right, and then we get back to the house, and I'm gonna have to. This is where I'll agree with you that maybe Melrose is a sociopath <laughs> because. <laughs> Wow. We see we see footage of her getting ready for bed, and she is putting on so much she lip gloss really before is. getting into bed. What? Which is happens if I had in to the pick, morning? <laughs> if I had to pick one makeup item to really not have on when no going to one. bed, lip gloss would be the one. 
so much. Covergirl Outlast many, Double Shot Lip Shine. I have many, many eyeliner stains sure. on my pillow. Sure. Like, lip, but lip gloss? You want to wake up with your entire head of hair in your mouth? Lip gloss and lipstick <laughs> are also usually one of the easier things to remove, too. So that's why people mm. can take it off. <laughs> yep. And then we see what Carrie D. Oh my God. I, I wrote this down, too. Please. I did not. She has peanuts and Cheetos propped up in a like a side table drawer. Carrie D is standing for oh planters God. products. <laughs> she yes, you think ready. she's a sleep oh, she's eater? Just a snackaholic, Maybe. I think. She's snack. Well, remember she was snacking at yep. that ghosties too yep. on those peanuts. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's hypoglycemic. I mean, it's just a great source of energy. It's <laughs> like the third time you said it in the history of this <laughs> podcast, and I love it so much. <laughs> I love peanuts. <laughs> Great protein and a healthy fat. So we go to our first of our two panels, and I, for once, truly noticed Tyra's outfit because she looks ready to hurt someone. This is this is how what I okay. said about Tyra's outfit. I just I'm so saw sorry, GW. Whole... You noticed it for nah, once, and then you're like, like, you know what? I, I was <laughs> at least part of this journey for five seconds, and I appreciate that. Alexander, <laughs> please take over. No. Okay, as I, I, you know, as the fashion person, sure. Tyrus said, "When what this outfit says to me is, well, I just saw Volver for the first time, and I want that. I want Penelope Cruz. You know, that killed her husband. Very specific. I'm going to tell you this, Alexander. I wrote the same thing word for word. No, who's Volver? I don't know what you're talking about, bro. (laughs) What I talked about was the fact that her straps broke and she had to put them together with a chain link fence at the top because (laughs) because I was just like, that is not the way that dress came. There is no way that is the way that dress came. I was so focused on her aggressive stance that I like couldn't even take in the outfit. She just learned about power posing, I think. For business. Oh, yes. Just took a seminar at Harvard. For 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 business business. (laughs) Her four-weekend business seminar. She graduated. I was on Sexy Watch this episode. He was sexy and noted. Finally. <sighs> back back to business. All's right with the world. And then Miss J looks like he uh, he wiped cum off his lips when he was introduced. Maybe he also yeah. slept in his lip gloss. <laughs> Our guest judges are Victorio and Lutino. Y'all, I was not prepared. Who do not get last names. Nope, I was not prepared for them. We cut so hard to them. And the, they look like Spanish Waldorf and Stadler. Oh, sure. I got real mad scientist <laughs> vibes. It's just the hair, really. Well, mm. I was going to say, also, they could have been live-action honeydew and Ooh. Ooh, fun. Gina wishes. And I have to admit, I, <laughs> I have to admit that I spent two full minutes trying to figure out how you would say, uh, how you would write beaker noises in a Castilian <laughs> accent. <laughs> Came up with, I came up with meath, 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 meath. Not bad. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Thank you. But they are the designers, Runway as show. usual, of our yeah. imminent fashion Which apparently show. just means they make bridal gowns, as we'll come to learn. That uh, two of the contestants will be stomping to the death stomping in. to the death. Yep. As Tyra phrases it. Also, uh, do you want to wear that top, Melrose? Oof. I think Melrose today is showing us her passion for dance. It's her soul. Because <laughs> she looks like she's about to audition yep. for a production of Fame. Well, you know what? <laughs> she was prepping us for the commercial, starting with something we didn't see in the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a house party. That 
Why? I love coming to Barcelona. I love entertaining my friends. I love entertaining my amigos. Hey, hey girl. girl. It's just so nice I to wear. I love this lip shine. It's so nice to wear. I put it on before bed. Every day's a fiesta. And then Melrose is eating a peach for some reason. Well, it's the whole deal is that it's a lip stain. So the idea is it doesn't come off. So I, I get the like the eating shot. That's a classic makeup thing, right? We talked a lot about the copy of this ad, but the phrase slick on that shine did not get mentioned. Which was an oversight. <laughs> we truly don't slick enough things on in our lives. <laughs> Just slick it on, buddy. <laughs> At the end of this commercial, we the quality of the camera degrades so quickly to their group <laughs> shot. Like this was on a flip phone, yes? When they all have to like laugh and like ah, I love a sick. classic women laugh and flop back onto something. <laughs> women or hetero couples can do that. Men don't yeah. do that. <laughs> no, we can't. No. We fall forward. Not unless there's a woman doing it with you. Yeah. Yes. We need the, like, the buffer. So we get into their individual, and basically we only see their individual, like, straight-to-camera takes. Now, I'm going to say this right now. These are all fine. Yeah. Super workable CoverGirl commercials. And none of them are, like, devastatingly bad or stunningly good. No. They're all pretty good. I love that Melrose, the Victor, uh, Victoria and Lucino say that she they're in spanish and they say that she looks fresh and young and melrose is like mm, i heard fresh yeah. and magnifico I, like I have a fresh face magnificent yeah. too he, they, they really liked her though yeah i think she kind of looks like Joni in this photo mm. i do not like this photo for all this the reasons that not Ms. a good says. photo no this... it's very tight well also the the production of this photo is mm -hmm. bizarre beyond like what the girls look like they weirdly double them they do this double blur that's very pepper girl though isn't it and then they We've seen yeah. that before yeah and then though they do the other the other page of this ad where it looks like she's telepathically <laughs> shooting this <laughs> lip shine <laughs> it is interesting we don't always see the full ad oftentimes we just see the headshot which is essentially what these are is they're always a beauty shot with the one product but this time they were like oh we had the time to put the entire theoretical spec ad together yeah did they do any other beauty shoots this cycle? Mm, no, the closest was the crazy Yeah, eyes. not nearly as many because they even mentioned to Melrose that perhaps she's just not a beauty girl. And I remember thinking, oh, it's weird that that hasn't been brought up before, but well, then uh, there haven't been that many beauty pictures. Yeah. This is the biggest problem with this finale episode is that as they say, they're like, this is your final exam and it comes down to the beauty shot and the runway show. And there has been so little training in either beauty shoots or runway walking that it's crazy that this uh -huh. has become their final exam. I'm still, uh, yes, although I'm still going to argue that they did early on have a lot of personality runway. Yeah, but they never had basics of. of runway. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm just saying for the end part of this insanity that we're about to watch, they technically, uh -huh. <laughs> um, Twiggy to Eugenia says, see? You have got a personality. And then oh. Nigel literally tells her to smile more. Yes, he does. Yeah, he basically discovers slash describes RBF, a little resting bitch face, as if mm -hmm. he's coming up with it for the first time. And also, like, it's just, uh, man, I, I just, 
having fallen in love with Eugenia and also just being a human being who recognizes what's happening. Yes. It's just so rough to watch this because, look, she's third place. She shouldn't go further in this competition. She has taken worse pictures than the two of them. Yeah, Overall. like it's fair for her to get eliminated. And yeah, but- there were several weeks where she very plausibly could have gone home, yeah. which just hasn't been true for the other two. Too. yeah i do like her thing though of like maybe you're just going you know falling back that's a long way to fall love that comment from eugenia that's the long way to fall like i know i was terrible i think she has the best photo she yes does have the best photo mm-hmm. especially for, for that product stain ad yes for that product mm-hmm. her lips she look amazing has as tyra would say luscious lips mm-hmm. they look <laughs> perfect they look perfect. She's who you would hire for this campaign. She also just looks so beautiful in this. This is by far, I think, her best photo of the entire competition. I absolutely agree. I disagree because the matador was so good. She's so beautiful. She looks like a deer that got turned into a beautiful woman by like a witch. I don't know. She's so stunning. Love that storyline for her. I do. Also, Alexander, let me let me posit this. Oh. Take this head. Boop. Pop it over that matter of her body. It's the perfect perfect shot. picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone Photoshop that for me, please. Please. <laughs> this is this okay. The, that is all true. This is a picture, and I don't mean it as a negative. I did notice how compared to the other two contestants, Eugenia's got a tiny little head. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Tiny head. <laughs> I just never noticed it before. I think it's also because uh, Melrose has kind of a big head. And, and so Carrie so does. Carrie D's like a human bobblehead. Yeah. Also, I like, I like Carrie D's. I'm going to, I don't dislike the picture. That being said, I think it's interesting with the whole Melrose is the oldest person who's ever been on this show storyline that we sometimes get. I think Carrie D looks old compared to the rest. I don't think she looks unattractive. No, but she looks older than the other two. I just think this looks like a 40 year old model getting groove back. Who's super famous. I don't, I think, I don't think, um, Melrose or Carrie D look that young in this photo. I think Eugenia yeah. is the only one who looks really Fresh. cover girl young. Cover girly, yeah. Um, I think Carrie D looks like Charlize Theron. Oh. Like Ooh. if I passed that on a magazine, I'd be like, oh, wow, look at Charlize doing I mean, cover girl. This is also the most Rebecca Romaine she's looked, I think, since auditions. But I think I think it's a beautiful photo. I think it's better than Melrose's. Yes. Yeah. There's oh, a ve- for the yeah. photos, there's a very clear delineation of yeah. Eugenia, Carrie D melrose Mm -hmm. which is why melrose's face throughout most of this is like "Uh Uh uh-oh i did also like carity's commercial slightly the best although as we said previously they're all basically at the same level well i did like i i agreed with what tyra said that's when she she did just enough movement for like dine have a like she did just enough movement while the other two stood mostly with their arms to the side Mm -hmm. but to be fair it was cropped like that but I, I think Carrie Dean made the most of it, though. Sure. Like, I really think that her over-animation really works in a cover girl yeah. setting, mm-hmm. you know? Nigel also says something to Carrie Dean that she looks more like a model in person than she ever has before. And he goes, this is how you should have looked from the very beginning, which really bothers me because everyone knows these judges love a journey. Yeah. Yes. You look too good at panel in the beginning, you have a higher Gone. chance of going home earlier, I think. Because you you didn't have room to grow. Mm-hmm. I yeah I think Car- I wouldn't have put it past Carrie D to have kind of planned this part of the yeah. journey. Truly, she looks less. She dries off the further mm. she goes. <laughs> yeah, she slicks it off. 
<laughs> you only slick on. <laughs> you can't slick off shine. <laughs> you gotta slick it off. So the only private panel is now Nigel is standing for Eugenia because Amanda's not there. I guess. And, and says that she has natural talent. When has that ever been Eugenia's storyline? Yeah, that's... Well, Nigel's new. whole thing in this episode becomes natural talent versus perfectionism. Studied talent. How dare they? Which is so dumb. He yep. just doesn't like Melrose nor Carrie D, and he's seeing the writing on the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's trying that's to get what it is. one person in. Yeah. I, I love the... Stu- like, a- 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 as dumb as Twiggy was in her previous private panel miss j is now doing it where he says something so confusing that i don't actually even know what he's saying he says i think if carrie d pulls the whole act together there won't be an act <laughs> what <laughs> so if she pulls it together there won't there be, will be one one act. if i'm trying to extrapolate it's if she pulls it all together they won't need to talk about this anymore because she'll have pulled it all together maybe but you got to work real hard to get there <laughs> Yeah. And Twiggy tries desperately to help post-production out by creating some suspense. I thought I knew when I woke up this morning, but now I'm confused. No, you're not, Twiggy. No, you're not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh! <laughs> Chicken girlies! Bring in my girlies! Bring in my chickadees. <laughs> Obviously, Carrie D gets first call out story-wise. I think if you're not going to keep Eugenia in, then she gets first call out. Yes. Yeah. And then Melrose and Eugenia walk up, and this is the best Melrose has ever walked on this show, mm. is walking up to get her photo. And maybe it's because she thinks she's going home. So she's hey. like, I'm going to give one last impression. I actually think she thought she was going home because of the picture. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Eugenia obviously goes home. And when Tyra gives Melrose her photo, she says, this is the end. Congratulations. How prophetic. <laughs> it is the last time this will happen. I also love that Carrie D actively grimaces when Melrose's yes. name is called. Yeah. She made Ugh. a full disgusted face. Uh, that's not even an editing trick. It was like, ugh. And this is one of my bigger beefs with Melrose is where she forces herself into that last Eugenia Carrie D hug. And I was like, Melrose, get out of that hug. <laughs> that And that, they just keep hugging each other until she lets go. <laughs> they well, Melrose keeps hugging until Carrie D decides yes. to say, I'll get this for you. I promise. I promise. And then Melrose, for you. Goes, Melrose just goes, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> No, oh, you it was all very still specific hate me? when she was like, never mind, fuck this. Well, I think she was, I think Carrie was waiting for Melrose to let go to say that, and then Melrose <laughs> just wouldn't let go. But I just don't understand this narrative of like, it's all, it doesn't matter who wins as long as Melrose doesn't win. They just, they just don't like her. I think she's just, I think she just has a bit of an abrasive personality. And a okay. lot of it is like piling on and the close quarters Jealousy. and they just all decide it. Like there's a lot of factors at work. But at this point, since Melrose has said these things before, I'm like, you, you can just stop. You know yeah. they don't like you. You know you don't like them. So are we updating on Eugenia? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Because also Eugenia has one of the more successful updates, which is great. Yay! Oh, yay. Because you know, Eugenia Washington. Great Ooh. name. Absolutely mm-hmm. great name. Here's how you know that things have gone great for Eugenia Washington. She has a Wikipedia page, but also the last thing listed is that she was on America's Next Top oh, Model. Hooray. Good for Eugenia. Good. That's the aside mm-hmm. of like, isn't that a quirky fact? I imagine that her, she has an assistant that is like, if that's not at the bottom of my Wikipedia page every day, you are fired. <laughs> yeah, right. 
It's the assistant from Monique's shoot. She just hired her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's the big thing for you, Gina. She was the Playboy Playmate of the Month for December 2015 and Ooh. Playmate of the Year in what? 2016. What? She was the third African-American uh, person to be named the Playmate of the Year. And she was the first Playmate of the Year after Playboy eliminated its centerfold and went to the non-nude version oh. of itself. Plus, as just a coincidence, in May 2016, she was the last Playmate of the Year to be announced by Hugh Hefner at the Playboy Mansion before, you know, health Triple and win. stuff made that. Yeah. So mm -hmm. she, in the like Playboy canon, if there is such a thing, she's extremely notable in a couple of yeah. ways. Um, and the pictures are gorgeous. Um, she's also appeared on The Bold and the Beautiful, The Perfect <gasps> Match, and just a ton of music videos. And also, she was, uh, in 2016, an influencer for Ciroc Let's Get It campaign in 2016. So, she, on Instagram, is Eugenia Washington. Verified. Good. <laughs> and uh, she's, fo she's followed by people, including Melrose, to be very fair. Okay. <laughs> Melrose knows success where she can smell it. <laughs> and she looks the exact same. And she has learned very much how to smile with those eyes. Good. Because that was really what was holding her back, truly. Mm -hmm. She just looks like, if you take a look, she's still modeling. She's still active. Also, I've been following her for a while now. And she just, she seems real cool and fun and nice. As we've learned at the end of this. There's also a couple of pictures where, and they compared her, I'm just saying this because they compared her to this model earlier on during that silly dancing challenge. She does have some very Naomi Campbell-esque poses and movement and shots and stuff. So that was a pretty apt comparison. Oh yeah, she looks exactly the same. Yeah, except better. Yeah. So gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So gorgeous. And just like Playmate of the Year 2016 and also that's... being the third African-American to ever be named that, that's very notable, I feel. Oh, my God. There's a picture of her in this, like, blue jumpsuit that is giving me life. Listeners, just so you all know, we're all individually on our phones and computers. <laughs> Usually I show it to everyone, but now everyone's like, I need to have my own journey with Eugenia Washington. Look at and that. it looks like she was on Ballers. Oh. She's having a great career. Good for mm -hmm. Eugenia. You know what? We'll eulogize her real quick, but I got to say, I think Eugenia's the kind of contestant that I like on the show because we did see a journey. Mm -hmm. We did like grow to love her mm -hmm. and also plausible as a model, at least like in person and that kind yeah. of stuff. I also think that Eugene, what I ended up liking about Eugenia was she saw what was happening with this show. Like, yep. She was just like, I, I'll, fine. I'll give this to you. Like, I see what you want. And like a little fought against it in the beginning, mm -hmm. but knew what was going to happen. Like she was smart. Most people on reality TV who say that they're just real usually just wind up being assholes. Yes. She is the rare person who was really just real and being herself. Yeah, yeah. and I truly think that, like, her beef with Melrose, she still was able to get along with her. But she kind yeah. of just like, I don't, we're not, we would never be friends. I don't like you. But, like, meh. Do you know what I mean? Like, there, yeah. there are shots where they're able to have a conversation they did well, well in the shoot together everybody all clearly worked together on the cover girl commercial there was no awkwardness in the group shots they didn't have any awkwardness for the two of them when they were together she came off just as very professional yeah but it doesn't matter because you know what a natural blonde needs to win <laughs> oh 
my That's the God. note that Eugenia writes to Carrie D, which is uh, hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> Everybody frames this as the Battle of the Blondes on the show. Can I just say it is actually the Battle of the Teeth? Yes. <laughs> yes. Never before have two <laughs> final contestants had so, so many, many teeth. teeth in their mouths. <laughs> I'm holding two pictures and 140 teeth <laughs> in my hand. Now, Rose, you have 130 of those teeth. <laughs> Okay, okay, oh my god. Conspiracy theory and do, do, top do, do, model do. math. In a Tyra mail. Is this the one in the car window? Maybe. Yes. Tyra says that she graduated high school at age 17. Now, remember, if you will, she also said that she was 15 year olds in 11th grade. Yes. What <laughs> happened? Mm. Did she literally like skip grades and then modeling caught on and then she got held back Delayed. enough that she got to graduate on because 17 is a normal age to graduate yeah, high school that's not 17. crazy as did i ah uh, I, but i was like wow i need to do a i'm reading one of tyra's books now the one that she wrote with um carolyn london her mom and i mm-hmm. need them to explain talk, talk about this i mean we all know that tyra kind of she's constantly fudging the truth in every like in any kind of facts about her life, her age, when she did certain things, where she went to school, and she's who she meets on planes, <laughs> who she knows. I've definitely known this person. <laughs> I've known this person for years. I don't. I won't say when, but we know mm, Gabby Reese and me are best friends. <laughs> I love Gabby Reese. Gabrielle. <laughs> we get a Tusa back for a three-peat. Tusa Rubenstein. Yes, and then we get Bo Quillian. Still oh, Quillen, still killing it. Quillen and Quillen. Fucking God. Bo Quillian looks hotter every time. He also got a job upgrade. Yeah. He's now style director for 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Top model. He worked with a Tusa. It's also kind of interesting that it's almost as if he wormed his way back onto top model. Yeah. <laughs> like, get rid of me, huh? I'm back. Um, and then George Holtz is our photographer. photographer. Yeah. Who seemed fine. I was very impressed. And I felt like the show did not make a big enough deal. Of the fact that Carrie D had to do a fake lollipop shot and did not yes. make it look gross. These lollipop shots are nasty. It also makes them look so old. Also, they use the same one and Melrose has to wash it all <laughs> before she can <laughs> do it. There's a clip of her washing it. <laughs> Why add that in? Don't show that. And then I would have assumed two lollipops. Yes. yes. She also eats a little heart. Ring. A ring, it looked like. I don't like these cutesy little baby prostitute things they give them for this. Especially since the two of them don't look like maybe Brooke could have pulled this off. Maybe a younger person could have. It's just creepy in another way then. Oh, that's true. Actually, Uh, you know what? This, you know, don't have them eat candy. Um, (laughs) I do like that. They both get a lollipop to leave with. Yes. Well, you know, Melrose (laughs) requested it. She loves a popsicle. She does. This is also where Melrose is really trying to take charge of her own narrative again. Yeah. In a way that did not make sense. Nope. Also, Melrose looks like she's wearing a wig in this photo shoot that they've plopped on her head. I feel like I really found myself again and proved that I can do this. What with having the worst photo last week. Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. last week <laughs> two days ago <laughs> yesterday maybe that morning for that all morning. We know. who knows <laughs> so i re- this was the moment i realized that you know normally at the end 
when it's down to the top two, even when they don't like each other, they're like kind of friendly and they're just like, hey, we made it. Let's just like be chill. That has not, not these. No, not these two. Hated, I think they hate each other more. Yeah. Like the less girls that have been around, the more they hate each other. But the fire of real competitors. Yeah, I think that's what it is, is that they know that either of them could legitimately snatch that and all they're seeing is that's the person who's going to take away my dream yeah Mm. they're not seeing them as people anymore the tyra magazine has another fake real article this one is headlined tyra takes on race (gasps) no context in the tyra magazine (gasps) on the page with the tear out why why just like the other one why make such serious Fake, <laughs> fake magazine. magazine stuff. She's trying to be Oprah. It's so <laughs> odd. Just put like three ways. I know she hasn't invented this word yet, but like three ways to smize up your life. That's yes. what you need for your little magazine. It's not real. Uh-huh. It was supposed to be like horoscopes. Like maybe if the magazine was real, it could be plausible that you've got an article titled that. But I can't get over that in a fake fiction <laughs> magazine. It's because she was pitching this magazine. This season was all about pitching her own her mm, magazine. I truly yeah. wonder. I truly wonder. I buy that. I, I fully buy that. I'd literally buy it. <laughs> yeah, These are all mock-ups for, for future Tyra magazine. I can't get over it. It's so serious. It's like such a serious headline for their dumb modeling show. I don't yeah. get it. So, and instead of instead of a bridge moment with the girls, a, a, off, a looking off the mountaintop mm-hmm. moment, we get introduced to someone who is, n- I'm pretty sure, not a doctor. No. Well, she's a doctor in the way, like, doctor feels a doctor. Did you hear how sudden I got? Doctor Feel. I was like, "Who's Doctor Feel?" <laughs> she is no Doctor Yvonne. Okay. No. No Doctor Yvonne. <laughs> oh man, this is just a commercial for the Tyra show. There's, I yes. didn't even write a note about this. I just wrote that they talked to a life coach named Doctor Michelle, who seemed fine. I I wrote that that this is what Tyra aspires to. How she aspires to ask questions. Like, this is mm. why Tyra asks questions the way she asks questions. Yes, mm. she's trying to be Dr. Michelle. Mm. Yeah, life coach Dr. Michelle. I wrote one note, which is that Melrose looked like she uh, got dressed for court. She did. Like, her lawyer told her to, like, wear that sweater set to look innocent. That's what I have loved. Give me Judge Michelle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Put them both on the I stand. Would would. Put them on Quibi. Would. That's the second season of Chrissy's Court. It's just Judge Michelle. So there's also this weird pageant interview quality to this because it's as though Dr. Michelle is going to choose the winner. Yeah, it's, it's, there's just, and let's, I want to be clear. I'm not making, Dr. Michelle themselves is fine. 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 Seems perfectly perfectly nice. It's just, why was this in here? Well, and then they crop out Tyra. So it's this tight shot on Dr. Michelle that has clearly been zoomed in. And then it's like, it's, and it's also the questions that Tyra has written. So Dr. Michelle is having to ask questions that Tyra wrote in a way that is befitting someone asking questions inoffensively. It's so bizarre. So many layers. (laughs) Yeah. I think Dr. Michelle. At a moment where nothing happens. Nothing happens. For nothing. (laughs) Like we learn nothing. Anyway, I'm going to move on because we, this runway we're going to talk about for (gasps) 20 hours. So. Oh my gosh. We go to a place that in 
this moment right here, before we see the outfits, before we see the final runway, the rocks are quite gorgeous. This is I've a been here. Area. I've actually been here. Ooh. Because I went to Barcelona on my fifth wedding anniversary. Brag. Yes. Full brag. <laughs> Admit. Um, and it's it's even more beautiful than they show you because they used oh. a very tiny section of what is a really huge park. With, okay. like, mm. a ton of stunning mosaics. There are, like, three houses in this area that were all, like, Ooh. these beautiful houses. And there are these stunning mosaics. And there's a ton of, like, wildlife. Like, they really show you the smallest possible part of this. And I sort of wondered if they only had permission to film in one very specific part. Probably. And also because it's so dark, you really don't get a great sense of actually how beautiful it is. That's what I'm saying. Right now in the daylight, I almost wish this was a daytime one. This, you see, this is the most ill-produced runway so far. But before we get there, so much more because Mr. J, despite the fact he just dismissed him from their life, <laughs> from his life, <laughs> greets them again, announces this is going to be, and he's like, Aren't these rocks beautiful? And Melrose goes, heaven. <laughs> well, hell, it was hell earlier. So heaven. it's heaven now. Heaven. This is these rocks, heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is where I belong. I she's now become Valerie Cherish, JW. In your in your <laughs> in your impression of Melrose, she's now the comeback. She's not not given some of that energy. I, mean, I think it is very cute in this moment, right here when Twiggy gets double escorted down by Miss J and Nigel to their weird four-person couch seats. They're hidden. It's because they're hidden away. It's so that the audience doesn't have to see the shenanigans that happen. I'm sorry. The audience? (laughs) The audience? Well, they're there. They're just way back. I define an audience, though, as people who can view the thing they're (laughs) watching. Not just candle holders (laughs) doing... A Christmas service at my local church. I'm pretty sure I saw the Dr. Mask. Michelle in there at one shot also. Really? I'm pretty sure Dr. Michelle was in the audience. And she was like, I don't want to come to this. Mm, feels like you're contracted to. I, I feel like I flew you over here, so I think you owe me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, I, okay. Good things first. Because there is some good thing. Tyra, I like Tyra's, this, this haircut, this wig, this weave. I like the short. I like the side part. I think it's very cute. I liked yeah. Miss J's hair piece, too. Yeah. Actually, all the judges yeah. look pretty great. This is like crown. Yeah. Then Tyra sees daughters. Children. Small twin girls. And I thought, did a witch turn Michelle and Amanda into these girls? <laughs> <laughs> and she has that weird... I want to be a mom so bad energy where she's like, you're going to do great, right? You're going to be normal. Then you're going to be screaming. And it's like fine until the end where she's like, besos, besos. Also, Kiss me. these children, these children don't speak English. Why are you giving them direction in English? These yeah. children don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I think that was more the, a woman who theoretically, the only word they understood was kisses. <laughs> Also, Geese's girls. You were jumping over the fact that Mr. J shades Danielle again and says, Danielle <gasps> is here, Danny. <laughs> the biggest shade comes later, though. <laughs> the show really doesn't treat Danny well. No. We have not talked about what this show actually is yet. Please, Hannah. Please. So they're going to be, as in many fashion shows, dead brides. <laughs> oh, it's sweet. a dead brides show. <laughs> and, and Carrie's like, Awesome. Dead Brides. Always wanted it. The first walk that they do 
is supposed to be a normal fashion walk. Fashion but still as dead brides. To still be clear, there's brides. to be clear, there's no like they start living and they go dead, which would have at least had a narrative. No, yep. no, no. You're a dead bride the whole time. We don't get actually what the second walk is gonna be until the middle of the show when it's happening. Yep. yep. But basically, it's a motherfucking dead bride face off. Only sometimes though. They only do it like to every other one. In the middle of the runway. Yeah. And there must have been a mark. Finally, the third one, as Mr. J puts it to both girls, this is all about craziness. Carrie D. Where they're just supposed to run around and yell and look scared. Although they're dead, so I don't know what they're scared of. They're scared of the other dead brides? Because <laughs> the stare down? They're reliving their trauma of their death at their wedding? <laughs> so, the whole runway show is so cheap because the judges are so separate from everyone else that it truly doesn't if you had told me that the judges reactions weren't filmed at then we see uh-huh. some shots where you do see them at least at the end of the runway but it looks so separate and then the way the audience is standing in the dark some holding candles there's no way they can see the outfit absolutely no. not this is the first time it didn't feel like a real runway Absolutely did not. Also, Vittorio and Lutino are nowhere to be found. Nope. Mm -hmm. Nope. I noticed that too. Also, I wanted to mention when Tyra comes and demands kisses from children, right before that happens, she talks to the girls about their runway walks. And she says, Carrie D, you need longer, leaner steps. You know that. Melrose, you you know your face needs to be more intense. And I'm like, how do they know this? We've never heard this. How... When did this happen? Unless this is something that's been edited out. But apparently, these are their runway faults. Yeah. It must have happened at the same time that Mr. J told Amanda she didn't deserve to be here. Or whatever. (laughs) That was that moment that we never saw. Um, There is some interesting stuff that happens. Very specifically, the Carrie D steps on Melrose's train oh, because they're big they don't have a lot of space to pass each God. other and they also got way too close to each other when you saw they other did. models doing this when you saw Carrie D do this with a different model they were not that close to each other no right. and I do think that they were both at fault and that they both got I think they were both trying to like do it big for the judges and they got way too close to each other absolutely she ripped the fucking dress she ripped it <laughs> Melrose. she ripped the fucking dress <laughs> But uh, who did? Carrie! Carrie! Melrose. Honestly, part of me is like, does she think she can get Carrie disqualified right now? Yeah, right. I think she thought, oh no, I have to pay for this dress that I don't (laughs) like. No, but like, and then Carrie's like, hey, I just want to say I'm sorry. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. This is Mel. Melrose just just doesn't handle stress. Does not handle stress well. No, not at all. Not in Spain. Nope. She just, she says a great phrase, though. Melrose says about Carrie D, I just want to nunchuck her. Numchuck. Num, num, chuck her. (laughs) You chuck her and she goes, num. (laughs) You better give me some of that serve and numchuck. (laughs) Then we get to the spooky walk. Spoopy. Melrose makes it very fashion. She's still doing, it, which is actually on brand for her to be like, still fashion, even like never commit. I bet you she remembers that. Nigel dance thing from last week too. Uh huh. Once again, the secret challenge. Y'all were squeaky screams added to this runway because it's all of a sudden it sounds like you know those CDs you used to get for like trick or treaters at your house. Yeah, where it's like, Halloween Wah! sound effects number two. Yeah. Yes, 
they add him and it's like who's making that noise was that carrie d making squeaky scream no they were absolutely stock screams that you can i'd probably used them in sketches before carrie d as she was told to because as previously discussed she is a very literal woman goes to full craziness and then at the end first of all tyra loves a double thumbs up in this episode yeah mm-hmm. yes she does and then at the end the shade the shade oh my god this was so inappropriate as they are doing their final all the models out classic end of runway every runway does this walk danny starts it and tyra gets up and puts her hand on her hips to signal to danny to also do that multiple times and then Danny does it because, I mean, what else is she going to do with that? But point? then no one else does it. In a very unnecessary way. And why edit that in but to make Danny look stupid? Mm-hmm. And then all the judges get up and start dancing. <laughs> They're having fun. <laughs> I guess but you're watching a show. They're still walking. This is still, like, part of it. Yeah. I would also like to say that I don't think either of these women is that good at runway. No, that's not their strongest. Melrose is measurably better. Melrose did better. Yes, but neither of them is good at walking. No, that's not what you book them for. Now, we had people in this, like, we had people this season who were good at walking. Those were our AJs and, yeah, Mm -hmm. et cetera. So this panel dress is the cheapest effing finale (laughs) dress we've ever seen. It's not flattering, and she looks like a lemon juice bottle. You know the squeezy lemon juice bottles? Oh, yeah! It is very that. It's also like see-through. Lemon concentrate. Like, <laughs> yes. I, was this a Victorio and Lucino dress? Because ugh. Well, that's the interesting thing about this, because I actually think that Melrose and Carrie D both look quite great and both they look different. Great. I think Carrie D looked especially really yeah, good. Yeah, but I like the I like I got the I like the fashion moment of the pockets and the belt and all that for Melrose too, but they both look stunning. And what's interesting is normally with the runway look, it then translates into an outfit for the finale. But in this, since they were brides, they couldn't do that. So I do wonder if they with were with that dead bride makeup. <laughs> Can you imagine? We didn't even talk about we didn't even talk about what happened to their hair. Ugh. And that Carrie D was using Carrie D was using her hairpin as a weapon as she was walking down the runway. I do not know. And surprise, surprise, Mr. J is still not dead because he's on panel this time. Still didn't leave them at all. In <laughs> fact, is in is going to be instrumental in deciding their fates. I love Mr. J on this panel. I do too. I like I like that this becomes a tradition that Mr. J joins for the final panel because a it just makes logical sense, mm-hmm. and b I think we all generally like Mr. J in his opinions. He yes. just stood up for both of them in really effective ways. Yes. And he knows them the best. He's worked with them the most. Yes. So they go through their pictures as they're wont to oh, do. Oh, before we get that. Ooh. Before we get there. Ooh. Before we get there. Who? Before we get there. Huh? We've now added a new 17 cover. Beyonce, right? Beyonce. And I need to read you some of these headlines that are on this cover. Okay. We get, it's a makeover tips thing, right? Get your get the body you want with a before and after photo. Shiny hair secrets. What a nose job feels like with Ashley Simpson. <gasps> Look hot like a model and make over a cheesy friend. Also, free shorts. Free shorts. Free shorts. With the purchase of the magazine. <laughs> and coupons. There's coupons in this 17 magazine. For shorts? For hair products, clothes. <laughs> Shoes, jewelry, gym memberships, and tons more. And free shorts. 
I had to take a picture of this. Oh my god! Why did we need a new Seventeen magazine? We've had two a cheesy friends. Shiny hair secrets. A cheesy, cheesy friend. Cheesy friend. Oh, Seventeen, you're in a Teen Vogue. <laughs> so when the, they talk about the two girls at the runway, they basically have nothing bad to say to Melrose. They give her all compliments, and then they tell Carrie D that she walked terribly. And this eventually becomes the okay of the final two things: the cover girl shoot and the runway. Melrose won the runway and Carrie D won the cover girl shoot. But it's also about your body of work, but also the fina- there's weird oh. math here where she becomes a teacher and she's like, but the 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 final exam's worth a lot, but also your body of work's important. I'm like, yeah, we understand how classes work. <laughs> also, I kind of hate this thing of Tyra trying to say that the runway and the cover girl shoot are equally weighted. Which because is clearly, absolutely not true. Clearly not. One is a contract that they're going to want the better picture. Yeah, one is the photo that they say many times is going to be the one that will appear in magazines. And the other is something, especially in this case, this one, that 12 people saw. And you'll never be asked to do. <laughs> yeah. All right. The photos they choose. They start with supermodel stereotypes. And all of a sudden, Nigel is full in on Carrie D. Uh-huh. In. I mean, he did like this picture originally, too, so at least that's consistent. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, it's the better picture of the two, obviously. Yes. This Melrose's setup was also garbage. Yeah. She also didn't do a great job. They, they're basically no, like, you know, it. this isn't great. You know, we know how much better you can yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Next is celebrity couple. They both nail it, yeah. they say, which yeah. they did. Yeah. And Mr. J is even like, this was the week where you both were the two best in the competition for me. Mm. Became I think the two Melrose best in the competition. slightly gets it. Slightly, uh, but it's hard. They're really good. Yeah. Two of the tops, though. Yeah. Next is romance cover. Melrose, Melrose yeah. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Iconically hated Carrie's yeah. photo. I didn't hate it, but I think Melrose is definitely better. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, next is spooky black and white. Carrie D. Yeah, yes. for sure. This was one of my favorite Carrie D shots. Yeah. Then Matador. And Nigel. Suddenly says that Carides is one of his favorite of the entire competition. Revisionist history. And I actually think I think Melrose is is slightly better. I think they're both bad. Yeah, These were not of them my favorites good. that week. These are I think are some of the worst photos that Nigel has done for Top Model. Yes. This ain't no bathing suit on a boat. <laughs> uh, and then finally Covergirl, which is Carrie sure. over Melrose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Melrose just wasn't very good. Yeah. And then Tyra does her math, just like I talked about. Yeah. Then we get into private panel. Private panel. Oh. Two blondes, two completely different girls. It's like blondes are the new twins. (laughs) (laughs) I love, and you mentioned it already, but when Mr. J stands up for Melrose after they're like, but is she too studied? She comes in with all this knowledge, blah, blah, blah. And Mr. J says, we're chastising Melrose for everything we ask of these girls, that she has education, yes. respect for the fashion industry. She wants this so much, and we're criticizing her for it. Mm-hmm. It was such garbage. I was so glad Mr. J was there because, yeah, he was like, he was being a real bitch about Melrose. Yeah. I also, I like that he stood up for Carrie D as well, being like, yeah. this is the fashion industry. People love wacky. People are going to see her and be drawn to that. It could make her a star, you know? Unpredictable is the very specific word they land on. Loose well, not cannon. Twiggy. Not Twiggy. Yeah, loose actually. Cannon. Just learned about loose cannon. Hold up. Can we, Hannah, can me and you 
because you'll do a better Twiggy voice. So I'll be t- I'll be Tyra <laughs> with no voice. So unpredictable. She's a loose cannon. Unpredictable. Just like <laughs> we're not, we're not we're branding unpredictable, not loose cannon. Slapping the basketball out of Twiggy's hands with a deafness, almost literally. <laughs> She even puts her hand out to Twiggy. Like, no, 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 no. We can't say that. Mm. We're giving it to Carrie D. We cannot say that she's a loose cannon. And then we get one of the oddest, but I kind of love it, Tyra last sentences where Mr. J says, I think everyone on this panel is unpredictable. And Tyra goes, I'm not unpredictable. You know, I'm going to have a hair weave on, a bunch of makeup, and a dress that is cinched at the waist. And then she just shrugs, and we transition to our finale. (laughs) Which, again, very clear-eyed for Tyra. Yeah. But I also think of Tyra as someone who's wildly unpredictable. Yes. In yes. like uh-huh. a frightening she's way sometimes. She's predictably yeah. unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Changes her opinion. She from- opened or tried to open an amusement park recently. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get it quite open. Uh, Tyra's dress is more hideous on the way down. <laughs> it gets even worse. And I, I think, so they asked the girls, both of them, what the journey has been like for them. And if she had not already, Carrie D would have won it here. Sure, but I also think Car- Melrose knows she didn't yeah. win. But then she- I think Melrose comes in with this energy of like... I think Melrose is still trying. So Carrie D is like, I'm just so grateful. You guys saw something in me. Thank you so much. Very correct. Psoriasis journey. Those judges. You kiss uh-huh. up to those judges in those last, th- last 30 seconds. Like, yes. But you haven't... You are, I don't know. They've already picked someone. I don't... At my feeling is like, at this point... Fuck them. Say whatever the fuck you want. And that's why you're not going to win. <laughs> it's okay. I don't win any game shows. You, you, know that, you know that Tyra's got two pictures there, and she's just like taking it out, putting them. <laughs> and then Melrose says that she's been on a journey of self-discovery and that she understands herself, come a long way in her understanding of herself, but also in her understanding of other models. Other models. I love how she says other, not people, no, models. other models, because she's like, well, I'm also a model. And also she's like, I understand that they're bitches. <laughs> I hate other models. <laughs> Carrie D wins. Carrie D has a very sweet, honest reaction. And I love the Miss mm-hmm. J pickup hug spin. Where's my alarm clock? I need to wake up. Oh. Really cute. Really, really cute. Melrose burns it down. To the ground. <laughs> <laughs> first of all when she's like she bye leaves. bye and then, and then she says i just i just sad i was called a bitch the whole way through and i was misunderstood and i'm just sad and then ends it with it's just bum city right now love going in my personal dictionary bum city what i loved about melrose leaving was like she was like had it together was like bye y'all i hate this y'all can fuck off she gets out there, and yeah. that's when she breaks down. She doesn't, like, start crying there. She's going to hold it together to the end. And then I think, like, truly, she was bullied the whole time. You know what? We'll, we'll talk about it in our our, our eulogy, but mm, our thoughts. Thoughts. Mm. And then we get a, a thing that's going to become a mini tradition for a couple of cycles where we see the Tyra winner photo. Because that's a photo that's, like, released later but isn't shown on the show yeah. propers. But now they start to show us that because I think they realize we want to see mm-hmm. it. Yeah, for sure. And it's fun. And they kind of joke like, oh, it looks like we're going to prom. And <laughs> Carrie D goes, we are. <laughs> <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> okay, Carrie. Um, so update. We'll, we'll go runner up first. Melrose has a very interesting update. Mm-hmm. 
Melrose recently really pivoted careers. For a while, she was still modeling. Okay. And she ended up in some sources for some old agencies that she was a part of. Oh, j- her name was Melrose Burkerstaff. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. That's a mouthful. Could you yeah. imagine Melissa Rose Burgerstaff? Burgerstaff? <laughs> Pretty sure I went to synagogue with her. <laughs> he said Burgerstaff, which was real fun. <laughs> Burger. Burger. I like Burke. She should have just been, she should have been Melrose Burke and got rid of that Urkin I don't need that Urstaff. <laughs> yeah. She, but in, in some sources, she started going by, or maybe the agency dannied her up and changed her name to Mel Space, last name Rose. Yeah. Mel Rose. Not the first yep. woman I know to have done that. <laughs> so, <laughs> here, because I know her. Her. <laughs> Here's her Instagram is Melrose Money. Oh. All caps. Market, market, uh, Multi level marketing scheme. <laughs> Even, actually, way better. She seems okay. like she's happy. Great. Um, the original Melrose oh. financial wellness advisor. Oh. Hashtag the Melrose show, which I don't think is anything. I couldn't find that. <laughs> it was just her life. Just the Melrose yeah. show. To grow is to live. Be kind and smart. And then the word ameliorating. A-M-E-L-I-O-R-A-T-I-N-G. I've heard of that. I don't, I'm not sure exactly what the definition of is. I know that that is a word. And then she has Melrose Burkerstaff, which is also an Instagram handle that she has and then she has melrose money the only person that follows melrose money that's a top model person is eugenia which is just great i feel like that is shade (laughs) yep okay so i'm not going to read the whole thing but there is a recent post with a very nice very financial wellness officer picture she looks the exact same by the way not Mm -hmm. at all changed at all um but to be to be fair she started a thousand years old okay so still blonde she went back to brunette last november i passed my series seven and officially entered the financial services industry i wasn't sure where it would lead me but i jumped towards a new version of me this major life decision has been so rewarding i spent so much time in the fashion industry and inside of that life was a lot of insecurity money fear moving around and not really feeling like my life had a lot of purpose i can actually say now that i'm a happy person i'm pursuing growth above all i am all caps cheerful again it feels like a fog has lifted this was not easy to accept i know instagram is a lot of highlights and very little truths so i want to take this month to let you know to let you in on a few of my truths, the reality is that the fashion industry was downright detrimental for my existence in every way. I've had many young women ask for career advice. Career advice. I want you all to know that you are and should strive to be more than just a pretty face and or a struggling creative. You should find something that makes you feel like you're contributing to the planet or human race. If you're going to create, do it like a job. And with everything you have, do, don't do it with your own money, at least not at first. You are smart enough to do anything. And it goes on for a while longer. Classic Melrose, but it, it, also it, says, it also says, you know, all this other, uh, all this other stuff. It's 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 an interesting sentiment. It's a very anti-fashion industry, yeah. but not in a way that completely burns it down. But I do think, as she says, kind of speaks to some truth. Kind of anti-struggling artist sentiment too. Yeah, though. and there's a couple of things too. Like there's one that also said, "Don't 
there's a sentence that said, don't do anything where the odds start stacked against you. Huh. I don't know. It's pretty limiting. <laughs> yeah. But then she also says, like, be a painter at some point. So. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie D is. <laughs> so she got her prizes, all that good stuff. And on Wikipedia, it mentions that she's the first natural blonde to win the show. <laughs> That was her. She wrote it. Wrapping she, it. She wiki edited. What a milestone. <laughs> but the second from North Dakota, the first being Nicole. Ugh. She went on to be the host of Oxygen's biggest premiering show to date, Pretty Wicked, which, if I remember correctly, was just a reality show teaching, quote unquote, wicked women to be good people. Wicked women in the biblical sense? Wow. I have no idea. I have no idea. I want to watch 20 minutes of that and then stop forever. Yeah. And they're also um, beautiful. She's done a lot of stuff. She's modeled for JCPenney, American Salon, Matrix Professional Color, um, the Heart of My Sleeves clothing campaign from Aubrey O'Day of uh, Danity Kane, Kristen Sirianni, Follow Nine. Like, she's done a lot of stuff. And she also um, was in a lot of commercials. Like, I've seen Carrie D. I have seen Carrie D recently. exclusively for Stellara commercials, which yeah. is mm-hmm. a plaque psoriasis treatment, which is not bad. She's also done some interesting things, like she was in the seventh annual World Poker Invitational in 2009. That's, that's not surprising. Yeah, and she hosted the Capital Fashion Awards, which was something that took place in Sacramento. And she also has done some music and has been featured on some albums and is apparently a drummer. What? Huh. Yeah. Huh. I mean, we knew she played the guitar. I mean, yeah. yeah. And there was a celebrity DJ named Lindsay Love, and they performed a girl drum. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> there was a celebrity DJ named Lindsay Lohan. Have you guys heard? Lindsay Love. <laughs> and they did a drum and DJ duo called Love in English. Huh. Drum and DJ? Yeah. And I was just like, well, take Megaga storyline <laughs> right away from her. <laughs> Yeah, and then she does, has actually done a lot of charity work, too, for, like, the No Hate campaign and um, a lot of stuff with um, Against Seal Hunting and other, you know, the huh. Canadian awesome. psoriasis education. So, yeah. Well, to eulogize these two blondes, one natural, one not. All two things. I, all, te- all teeth. All teeth. All teeth. I had kind of opposite, I had opposite journeys with the two of them because I think I actually, when I remembered watching it originally... I was all about Carrie D. She was great. I was like, she's not wacky. She's personality or whatever. I have, as I got older and now (laughs) in my 30s, I am completely opposite. Melrose grew on me, kind of at the end was like, "Eh," but grew on me, grew on me, grew on me. And Carrie D kind of was like, "Eh," got on my nerves a bit. I don't know. I think one problem with the show in terms of like doing a retrospective recap is the good thing we can see a lot of stuff from the past with like fresh clean eyes you know yeah but on the other hand the contestants are still their age yeah while we have grown so yeah yes. 20 26 year old or 23 year old melrose super mature does get like on a more rewatch pleasant yeah. on a more rewatch feeling, because yeah. we're all you know yeah are we all three 25 yes uh-huh <laughs> but <laughs> i'm kidding i'm like 50 <laughs> but <laughs> i look great for 50 thank you such a soothing voice 
I describe myself as looking great for 35 and average for 30. And I think that's my true brand. Um, but yeah, so that's the thing is that, you know, uh, that she, I just remembered Melrose as that's the villain. That's the villain of the cycle. But on yeah. a rewatch, yeah, Melrose has flaws uh, uh, as they all do. Yes. Yeah. I, the bigger thing to me in terms of changing, and I won't talk about her again too much, but was Eugenia. That was the one that oh, was yeah, like yeah, a yeah. shocking uh-huh. change of Complete opinion. Complete turnaround. I, I still really like Carrie D. I still find her very appealing. I think she is too much a lot of the time, but I think it comes from a genuine place. And I also think they're both very talented. I think that Melrose got done dirty by the show yeah. and yeah. Carrie D got done dirty by the judges yes. yeah. a lot of the time. I do think they're one of our better top two because I think a win from either of them yeah. could very easily be justified and accepted by the fandom. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think there's still debate about this. Well, that's the thing. That's what actually makes this cycle really interesting is that we've had so many listeners reach out to us and talk about how as they're rewatching it with us or when they did their rewatch of it, they grew to like Melrose more. And they were like, you know, it's one of those things that like most people don't start disliking Carrie D all that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't but, dislike so it. it just... No, I'm not saying that wasn't yeah. to you, towards you. I'm just saying it's not like one of those things where they start liking Melrose and hating Carrie D. They just start liking Melrose and still like Carrie D. Yeah. So as a top two, they're very competitive in people's minds, which I think's what the shows should strive for. Because, I mean, obviously we're still talking about, but if people can still have that debate, great. One last thing I'll mention, and then we'll, uh, we can wrap up this episode, is there was a recent Tyra YouTube thing. I can't remember the source, unfortunately, but basically it's this series where fans were asked questions trying to predict what Tyra Banks would say in response. Hmm. And one, and then Tyra says her real answer and compares it to what she her fans have thought. Yeah. And one of the questions was, what was Tyra's favorite America's Next Top Model winner? And Tyra gives a very politician, like, I love all my girls, you know, right. and it's whatever. Daughters. But one of the ones, one of the like four that people picked, because like Eva was there, of course. was Carrie D. Carrie D. So I think she's one of the more popular winners. Because if I remember correctly, they definitely picked Eva. That was like the most. And they're like still friends. Yeah. So I think that's why people think that. Yeah. Like they're seen together a lot. Yeah. Also, Cycle 10 Whitney. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. And Niall. Sure. Niall, of course. Well, yeah. He's also recent and also one of the more famous winners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And just so lovable. Mm-hmm. And if you think we're lovable, you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. You can either type in Podletum, type in Thorp Inc. <laughs> however you want. One of the two. Both both hard to spell. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever's easier. We'll figure it out. <laughs> hey, you know the listen- we have smart listeners. They figure out how to send me things on Thorp Inc. all the time. Yeah. Yay. Um, Yay. Uh, just rate, review, subscribe on uh, Apple if you that's where you listen. If on Spotify, follow us. Um, it helps. I know it's it. I know. I know. We say this a lot, but like to hear from you. The obviously we love the compliments so much, and they make us feel amazing. Also, the constructive criticism. Like we appreciate all of it and your engagement with us yeah. so much. It really makes us feel so good about giving this out to all of you and participating with it you. Yeah, for sure. This show better. Like yeah. really, truly. Yeah, and, and and as like dumb as it sounds to like follow on Spotify or like just clicking your stars, like that helps us so much. And helps us make this show. Clicking your stars. What was that thing that you that was in another well, episode? Click my stars. <laughs> Everyone, go out there and click your stars. 
click, 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 five. You can also reach me anywhere at Yet Charming. I'm mostly lurking on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And give me a tweet at JW Crump. And don't forget to use the hashtag PodLeadum so that we can uh, snatch those up out of the out of the internet air. Yum, 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 yum. Come on and snatch them up. So for PodLeadum, I have been Alex Enterprise. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Krupp. And we'll see you on top. PodLeadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 